Hello everyone and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina episode 112. I'm one of your hosts, Josh902. This is the other host of the show. I'm DT3. What's going on, everyone? How are you doing out there, everybody? I'm going to be eating on stream. Sorry about that. I don't usually like to do that, but we're doing it because uh, I wanted to get the show in. and I'm, I haven't eaten since I got up and I'm starving. Um, but yeah, uh, 112 episodes. Still moving. Doing awesome. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about the guns. Rewind today. Yeah, the guns of the Navarone, uh, which was, I believe, Daniel's pick, because um, it wasn't my pick. <laughs> um, so it was definitely his pick. Um, that'll be in the second half of the show. We got gaming news. News is dropping as we're doing the show live. Like two things dropped, like while I was getting ready for things, and I was like, oh, I need to throw these in here really quick. Um, yeah. So. Probably be more news as we go through it and uh, do all that. But how we usually start the show is what we've been up to the past week. Uh, so if it's okay, Daniel, with you, since I don't have a lot, I would like to go first, just because I only have, like, three things. Go for it. Um, uh, been playing uh, WWE 2K22. Been doing that on stream for a couple days. Still fun. Um, but it took the back seat. Um, for most of this week, as did, like, everything this week took the back seat, because... I got the urge to play D&D, &D, and I have pestered, like, 20 people to roll characters. And we made a West Marches games, which, for those of you that don't know, West Marches are... It's a game type that is a consistent uh, world with multiple groups of people playing it. Um, that's kind of like one-shots, and it's a lot of fun. We played a little bit yesterday... Um, but it was like a practice run, getting people used to like the foundry and all that stuff, the stuff we used to run D&D. &D. But yeah, we played D&D, D&D's back, baby. We didn't stream it, but we played it. Um, and I plan on playing a lot more of it. And last thing is I've mostly been just chilling out. I've been listening to podcasts. I haven't really watched a lot of movies other than The Guns of Navarone. Um, I haven't watched any TV shows this past week. I, it's literally been... 100% focused on D&D &D after, like, Wednesday, I want to say. Of, like, I just I just wanted to play so bad, man. It's like, it just hit me, you know? And I was like, let's been fucking, been let's do it. a very long time, man. Very long time. But, yeah. That's what I've been up to. Daniel, what have you been up to? Oh, I did try a little bit of Lost Ark. That's it. Um. I... Uh, have been playing. Well, I started playing Lost Ark last week, and I've been playing a, that. That's like the most recent uh, thing I've been playing. So I've been playing a bunch of that. Um, and that was pretty cool. I've been enjoying it. Uh, I played on stream for a couple of days. And I played off stream as well. That was fun. Uh, play a little bit of Pokemon Unite as well. Uh, played some Apex Legends. Uh, played some Battlefront 2. Uh, the game was on sale on Steam for six bucks. Uh, and like, I already had it, obviously. Mm -hmm. But Majin was like, yo, I'm gonna, he just, he, he bought it again because he's like, oh, well, I have it on Origin, but the Origin's terrible, right? 
So he's like, let me just get it again on Steam. So he not only did he do that, but he also gifted it to me. So now we have it on Steam. So we tried playing it on Steam. And I will say this. It ran like crap for me on Origin. And now that I have it installed on Steam, uh, it works so much better. And not only that, but like the other thing is I had it on a hard drive before and now I have it on the SSD and it, it runs so much quicker too. So the difference of going from a hard drive and origin to a SSD and Steam has been incredible. The game works as well as it ever has. So did uh did great. all your stuff carry over from your other yes. account? It did? Okay. Yeah, I was just curious. Did. Yeah, yeah, it, did. it does carry over because I mean you 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 play it through Steam, but you still you know it still like opens mm-hmm. up your origin or whatever, right? Because it's I gotcha. an EA game, so so yeah, it, it still it still does uh, carry over for sure, which is good because I mean I don't want to start all over again for a third time because I had it on the PS4 when it first came out, so this is like technically the third time I own this game, but I'm counting it as a second because it's still progress from. Uh, you know, from origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so did that, and then um, I oh, so there is a uh, a YouTube uh, group called Blind Wave, which Josh is a moderator for, and I was a former moderator for. That started up their own uh, bl- uh, Minecraft server. And uh, I hadn't played Minecraft in a very long time. So I was like, why not? I'll join in and, you know, check it out for a little bit. And in the middle of that, not only did I join their server, but I also uh, had to relearn how to, like, install mods for that thing, for that game. Because it was a little, it was a little, like, it's a little weird when you forget how to do stuff, right? So it's like, all right. I need, to get, I need to get Optifine. All right, now I got Optifine. Now I got to get text, you know, shader texture pack, and then all, and then even, and then even then, I was like, yo, I've never done this before. Uh, so that was uh, that. that not only that though, but like I said, I, I also, I created my own skin in Minecraft. Oh. I, I I I found this website where you can create your own uh, where you can create your own skin or whatever, and I made one. It's it's tough making skins of like a person because they're these these are you're talking about like cubed, square, polygonal characters, right? Mm-hmm. So I ended up just making like like a Mandalorian, right? Like in my color scheme. So that's kind of what I did. But anyway, uh. That was cool. And then uh, I started Deadwood Season 2. Haven't finished it, but I started it. I didn't make more progress than that because I believe next week is our Deadwood show. Yeah, next week is our Deadwood show. So I need to finish the show and watch the movie. And then we'll talk about it all next week. It's going to be fun, I think. Yeah. So that'd be cool because I've been enjoying the show, but uh, I'm only in like, I'm still early season two, so I gotta, I gotta, from, from this point, or uh, after stream today, until next week, 
I need to I need to finish the whole, the the rest of the show. So that'll be something. Uh, and then yeah, and then the last thing is the new Pixar movie Turning Red came out, and I watched it twice. Uh, so that was it's a good movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. But yeah, that's pretty much uh, what's been going on for me the past week. All right. I appear to be dropping frames, guys. There's a lot of people in my house today. And they're all on the internet. And some of them are probably downloading something. So give me two seconds while I go yell at them. (laughs) And I'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They couldn't hear you either. Because I accidentally muted you. Like an idiot. Um, Hi. Okay, we're good now. Cool. I didn't actually yell at them. I was just like, please stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, how about we hop into the news then, man? Let's do it. Let's hit the news. I've got uh, uh, everything sorted here for now. Until some other catastrophic event happens. What do we got first, Daniel? So first up, uh, we have some little bit of EA news. Uh, they are apparently gonna be canceling or not holding their EA Play Live event this year. Um, so through. Through IGN, they uh, revealed, uh, or an EA representative revealed that uh, had this, or he had this. They had this statement to say: "We love EA Play as it is our way of connecting with players and sharing what's new with all of you. However, this year things aren't lining up to show you everything on one day. We have exciting things happening at our world-class studios, and this year we'll reveal much more about these projects when the time is right for each of them. We look forward to spending time with you throughout the year." So usually EA Play Live events are like EA's own kind of like E3 showcase. Um, and they've been doing it since 2016. Uh, and before and before COVID-19, it was one of the live in-person events where, you know, they would, you know, do all that kind of stuff. But uh, as a result of the pandemic, they... Uh, became a streaming thing kind of like Nintendo Direct does or or PlayStation or the state of play. Um and then uh obviously we know that E3 is also not going to be in person again this year. Mm-hmm. But uh we do know that Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Fest is happening. Uh, as as usual, so 
little bit of a gaming event news there for uh, for all you people out there. All you cool cats and kittens out there. <laughs> oh man. Joe Exotic World Champ coming soon. World Champ in WWE 2K22, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. Cool. Next, next thing we got here <laughs> is uh, we have we have some Starfield uh, developer diary uh, stuff to talk about, and uh, we're gonna be talking about the game is open world freedom. Uh, they got a little bit of a little bit of a, a video here into the Starfield. Made for Wanderers. Cool. We can watch that. Why did it? Why didn't it full screen? Why are you not full screen? So we open. have game director Todd Howard, Emil uh, Pagularulo. Apologize if I mispronounced that name. Lead uh, quest designer Will Shen and lead artist Istvan Peli discussing the open world's uh, design and uh, how it gives players freedom to carve their own path. There are certain you know types of entertainment where you're just experiencing it. You're taking in what the creator wants you to see. Cool. I haven't watched this video yet. It's a bit of a, it's a five minute video, so I don't know if you want to watch the whole thing, but uh, I probably won't. It looks like a lot of it is them talking. I'm gonna yeah. skip through it. How about I'll just skip through it and find any like gameplay and stuff kind of stuff. Got it for it. RPGs like we make simulations and that leaves you stuck like what if a teleport something in the background? It's probably just all of them talking about the wanderers and stuff like that. Allowed the players similar to the photogrammetry we do in our landscapes, kind of applying the same thing to our our people as well <clears throat> because it's not just the appearance of your player and all that but you know we want all the personal interactions of npcs other characters in the game to be as impactful as possible and for that you have to believe these are real people you're a real person interacting with real people one of the big choices is which part of the game world am i going to engage in we always uh well, one of the things they talk about is that this game has a very sophisticated persuasion system, hmm. which they talk about in the video. But uh, yeah, if you guys want to check out the video in full, you can go ahead and do that. Um, oh, some concept art. That's pretty cool. Industries, which represents corporate life. I think it has one of the best starts. Yeah, this game seems uh, interesting with the with things that they're wanting to do with it. Uh, so I'm, I'm very curious to see like yeah more of it like in <laughs> trailers and stuff. Cause, yeah, isn't this this, isn't, this is supposed to come out this year, right? Yeah, it is. I feel like we should start seeing game actual gameplay, right? Other than like the little snippets we have seen, because this. Is, this is slated for yeah, November, so if they're on track for that, yeah. we should start seeing it, I imagine, within the next month or two, right? Yeah. You gotta stop, start getting, building hype more than just, no offense, a bunch of guys uh, sitting in a circle just talking about the game, <laughs> like show us the game kind of thing, you know what I mean? Like, get, to get the marketing hype up. Yeah. As far as new systems... In dialogue, I think it's, it's definitely one of the most successful ones that we've had. I think when we knew we were making a game about space, you asked yourself certain questions. But yeah, anyway, uh, we can we can mm. move on from that. All right, so what are we gonna? Uh, we have if you you, you, you want you want to watch gameplay, are you? 
Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song has a gameplay trailer that showcases its investigation mechanics. So we can check that out if you wanna if you wanna see Sweet. some gameplay here. This is a bit of this is a three minute one. You can cool. check out here. This one actually and, let uh, me full yeah, screen. Let's see what we got here. <clears throat> when you're ready, you can just uh, press play. Awesome. Damn, you got choked out. <laughs> So this is interesting Damn. because I haven't seen this either. So murdered the shit out of that cop. I wasn't the. Uh, I was kind of sucked in. Sorry guys, I wasn't talking. I was just like, what? <laughs> I, I, I wasn't really sure what kind of game, like like the gameplay was gonna be for this kind of for this game, you know? Because mm-hmm. I haven't really heard like a whole lot. I know we've talked kind of like talked about it briefly in the past, but like the other thing is, there's been like so many Vampire the Masquerade games, right? like in development or whatever, that I'm just like kind of like, which one was this one again? Also, so uh, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of cool to watch this one and, and and play though. Yeah, from what they're showing, it seems to be very like um, like you're an investigator. I don't know what kind of combat is in this game. It just seems to be at least what they're showing here. Obviously, is like they're showing all the talking and stuff. Yeah, so that seems to be like what they're trying to sell here. Yeah. yeah. It looks like this there's a the, lot of uh, skills. Like I said, this is the investigation uh, stuff of the game. Detective mode. Oh man, choices. Hmm. It looks okay. Um I don't know how I don't um it just looks okay to me, I guess. It's not like I'm super excited yeah. or anything. The uh I might check that out eventually. I think the Vampire the Masquerade games are cool. But but as we know, we were supposed to get one, and then all hell yeah. broke loose with it, and like it and was then, not like, who good. Knows what happened? Yeah, it's this just one in particular. Yeah, uh, that one has been like in, which was the second game we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, was, I can't remember the exact uh, fucking. Too, yeah. If it had a subtitle, yeah, it didn't. It was so so too. this one, th- this game, uh, 
in particular, the one that we just saw gameplay for, mm -hmm. is a uh, narrative RPG okay. where you play as three vampires, three different vampires in cool. the city of, of Boston. Boston. Yep. Bit of a bit of a thriller, this one here. So it's kind of like um, uh, the style of games. They're kind of like uh, uh, Wolf Among Us, kind of Detroit Become those narrative kind of things. Yeah, the, those, those types of games. games yeah. I can't remember what those types of games are called. Like they're just always like I always call them like choice RPGs because you make choices and you're role playing as the character. So yeah. um, that might be neat. Might be worth checking out. Yeah. Vampire All the Masquerade's right. a, a fun world to, to play around in. Next thing we have here is there was a PlayStation uh, State of Play for Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. And uh, this is a whole-ass 14-minute video, so we're not going to watch all of it, and you can go check it out if you want to. But uh, they, they, they had this at their State of Play last week, and... Uh, yeah, this is uh this is what they got here. Now I know there's been a lot of like controversy over this game because you know Harry Potter and uh, J.K. Rowling and then you know and mm -hmm. all that. Uh, and yeah, that's that's a, I think that's one of those things that you have to kind of. Like if 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 you don't want to support it, then don't. Yeah. Kind of deal, what you know. You think you're doing but like at the same time, like if you're if you're gonna go ahead and do that, like you're kind of also. Like like the people who made this game didn't say that stuff. You know what I mean. So you're kind of you're kind of punishing them as well. You know. I also feel like cool Harry Potter game. When when they when this the game probably started development, some of that stuff hadn't even been said by J.K. Rowling, and it's like, well, we're already in this contract. We kind of don't have a, they really don't kind of have a choice but to make the game. I imagine at the point at that point, yeah. you know what I mean. So it's not like they can pull the yeah. cord on it, like they have. Yeah, it's a it's 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 a it it is a it's a mess. Thing, is kind of what it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a, it's a I'm not even like that big of a Harry Potter fan to begin with, you know what I mean? I'm not either. But uh yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely something to um definitely something that's been up in discussion there with with, uh, yeah. with this game and and like anything Harry Potter nowadays cause, Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, I don't know. I I I I understand the I I get people like wanting to to you know, boycott yeah. the stuff, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, like, just you, you got, you gotta, you gotta remember the people that are that are that are working on the on the thing too, you know. So yeah, it's by hmm. there's a there's a point where you have to stand your ground, and I respect anybody that does. Um, yeah. obviously, it's it's up to the per individual person to make their choice on it and stuff. So, but if like just like we did with like Blizzard and and Call of Duty Blizzard, and all that yeah. stuff, you know, there was a yeah. point there where it was like, you know what, I can't support this company. I, yeah, like that's I, a I, I, little I, I bit different because it's the people in control of that company making the decisions. This is like, 
you have the creator of the work and then you have the adapters, right? So it's like almost two yeah. different uh, deals. I don't know why I was holding up a plastic fork, but that, that happened. Um, uh, but you know what I mean? Like it's it's a little yeah. different. Yeah, so it's definitely it's always a tricky thing when something like this happens. So I, I definitely understand, you know, people feeling one way, yeah, and and, and another for about about this kind of stuff. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I know that that yeah. that's definitely something that's uh, a huge talking point at the at the moment. Yeah, and if you are going to talk about this game, you do need to mention it. I feel like for sure. Yeah. Um. I will say, said, yeah. No, <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, from what we we watched this as it happened, and I was like, even though I'm not a huge Harry Potter guy, uh, I thought the game looked pretty good, pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. Like, I, like that being said, I'm not even like we are both not huge Harry Potter guys. Like, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll rep Ravenclaw or whatever because I took the test and that's what I got. But, <laughs> but like. I'm not even a huge Harry Potter person, and this looks kind of neat. I mean, I'll, I'll admit the combat looks weak. Like, it's just some dude, like, swing, like you're just swinging around a wand, you know, looking all funky. But, like, the rest of the game looks pretty pretty interesting, you know? Pretty neat, pretty fun. Yeah. Like, it has, like it, the game has potential, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, some of the things I find interesting is, like, you're going to get sorted into a house, okay? What well, is that? Getting sorted into one of your houses, does that change the story? Like, does that each house have its own story? What's the replayability like? Is it is that not going to matter at all? They talk about companions. Companions and friends seem to be like, it doesn't matter what house they're in, they're always going to be your companions and friends, rivals kind of deal. I'm just kind of curious to how that stuff shakes up, you know? Um, yeah. I'm a story first guy, so that's usually what's really important to me a lot of the times in, in RPGs. So I'm kind of curious, Does it? do I need to play this game four times total to get the whole story because of the houses or, or what's the deal with that that wasn't really they didn't yeah. really talk about that like but yeah I, I i thought the game looked interesting the combat is a little i feel like there's going to be a lot of the enemies are standing there waiting to attack you while you swing your wand around you know because that's what it looks like here however i imagine the combat's probably not 100 percent finished yet um, I, I, they'll always be tweaking and working on it, but it does look a little weird as there's like four dudes over there and they're just standing still and you're waving your wand at them. Um, yeah. some of the, some of the finishing moves that they show in here look really cool though. Like there's one where you grab a sword with the wand and throw it at the fucking knight and destroy it. That's pretty oh, yeah. dope. Yeah. Um, but that's a finishing move. That's not like the actual combat. Um, And this game is coming out in, I think, holiday, holiday of this year. They said. Yep. So got a, got a end of the deal. year, still got some time to work on it. Yeah. What I saw looked interesting, even though I don't. I'm not a Harry Potter guy. But yeah, like being like, able to explore, like outside of the cat, uh, you know the. The school and then go to the nearby towns and go go to like the little merchants and stuff and all that is gonna be pretty cool because that's kind of that's the kind of shit I like to do you know 
Mm-hmm. Like it's cool that you have the you know Hogwarts itself, but then like being able to go outside of it and explore it, and you know hop on your broom and or, you know fly around and shit, and yeah. uh, you know all that all that kind of extra side flavor stuff is is really really cool. Uh, one of the things I was gonna say because the, the combat came up on screen, I was thinking, yeah. what if this was turn based combat instead of what they're doing here? I feel like it would have been mm-hmm. better because you could have. You could still do cool ass shit. You could still have cool ass animations and stuff, but it's turn based, so it doesn't feel awkward when somebody's just standing there not doing anything. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Also, we just saw the the sword throwing. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that that's pretty cool. Um, but it might feel Lighting different when you fire. have it in your when you have it in your hands. I'm also yeah. curious. I'm also curious to how they'll use the DualSense controller in it. Like, do I want to get this on my PS5? Like, am I gonna have to do weird shit with the trackpad to cast a spell, or, you know, is the controller gonna talk? Am I gonna have to wave the controller around like an idiot, you know, so it goes <laughs> flying out of my hand? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, there's, there's still a lot that the uh, mm-hmm. that we that information that would be interesting to know. Yeah. My biggest concern is the combat. Uh, the rest of this looked like they seem to know what they want to do with the story. They have talents and abilities. I know some people... There's a point in here where you see some timers over an item, and people were like, oh my god, they're going to do microtransactions. But they, I think they came out and said, no, we're not doing microtransactions. It's just a balance thing. Um, so you can't just spam grabbing items in the... Like, you can make your own little house thing, they show at one point during this oh uh, yeah 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 that was something that is that was really cool too because i just assumed that you would live in hogwarts or whatever right right and it's like oh here's your place because you're a student but then they're like yo you get your own little cottage or whatever outside i'm like that's fucking cool mm-hmm. and they got like little like you know creatures and animals and shit from you know that you've seen in the movies it's like oh that's pretty neat so yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff in here that I just don't like fully get because I'm again I'm not a I'm not a pothead or a potterhead or whatever the fuck you want you, you know whatever whatever the name is, but uh, I mean it looks 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 pretty pretty intriguing, uh, pretty neat seems seems accurate to what I remember. I've only seen the movies once, uh, but uh, looks looks like what I remember it looking like you know. Yeah. There's a little little beast dude from the Fantastic Beast movie, um, oh, no, which I've only seen once as well. Look at that! They have a, Quidditch, man. Let's go. They haven't confirmed Quidditch yet for this game, but they should totally put it in here. Um, Hell yeah, dude! They tease it a little bit. I feel like. Um, I'm glad they are gonna have companions because I feel like. That's like one of the big things, at least in the movies, is like, here's Harry and yeah, Hermione, Hermione and Ron. And Ron. Yeah. yeah. They're homies. Yeah. Kind of deal. So. But yeah, that's, uh, we've nearly watched this entire video. We've watched most of it, so we can move on. Um, All right. Go, go check out the rest of the video, guys, if you want to see it, if you're interested in it. I know there's controversy around the game, but if it's anything at all that interests you, check it out. Um. Yeah. 
What do we got next, Daniel? Next up, let's talk about Fortnite, which is something we haven't talked about in a long time. But the reason we're bringing this up is because they're doing Chapter 3. And in Chapter 3, they are uh, apparently uh, going to be changing up the game here a little bit. Um, uh, they are going to be moving away uh, from the building stuff. Um, so they've removed their their main, uh, you know, building mode for for this. Uh, it's called all battle, no building. Building has been wiped out. It's up to the resistance to get back. Jump in with your squad and help Seven uncover. You know, so they got the whole Marvel thing going on right now with their uh, with their season two for chapter three. Uh, from March thirtieth to April third, and they added they added new characters like Doctor Strange and Prowler, and Iron Man is making a return and whatnot. Um, so they're adding, you know, they're changing up the game, and then the the biggest reason why I added this in here was because of yeah, they're they're kind of they're moving away, or not moving away, but like they're you know they're not doing the 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 building uh, for yeah. For this new thing, which I thought was interesting because for as long as I remember, that's been like the thing that separates Fortnite from uh from the other uh you know battle royales. Um they have uh a bit of a trailer or what is this? It's a, not a trailer, it's, it's more of a uh Oh, I guess it is a trailer, story trailer. But I don't. It's yeah. We we don't we don't need to watch that. Um. But anyway, I just we're, threw that in there because I thought. It, yeah, we're not four guys, not Fortnite guys either. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I, I no. At all, I just want to throw it in there because I'm like, oh, it's it's you know, it's interesting. They're, they're changing it up. There's not a lot of games that will take out. That will take out one of their most popular features, right? It's what makes the game the game. So yeah. in a way, it's risky as it fuck, but at the same time, I don't think it's not going to be a permanent thing. Like, no, no it's no. just for like this season, right? So. I admire them for taking a swing at something different. They seem to really do their seasons in chapters and all that. Like they always go to the extreme, so that's kind of cool. All right, next up. I put these two in here, these, uh, but we got an announcement today of something we already knew about but have confirmation of, which is a new Witcher game. We're going to get... Uh, I have an article here on thewitcher.com. They put it out. They also put out a tweet. It says, We're happy to announce the next installment in the Witcher series of video games is in current... Oh, sorry. The next installment in the Witcher series of video games is currently in development, kicking off a new saga for the franchise. They have an image up. We can... Oh, man. it's a. I was hoping I could get a bigger image, but here it is. Here's the image. Right there. 
Um, and it goes on to say, "A new saga begins." This is an exciting moment as we're moving from the Red Engine to Unreal Engine Five. So they're moving engines. They're beginning mm-hmm. a, beginning a multi year strategic partnership with Epic Games. It covers not only licensing but technical development of Unreal Engine Five as well as potential future versions of Unreal Engine where relevant. Uh, we'll closely collaborate with Epic Games developers with the primary goal to help tailor the engine for open world experiences. At this point, there's no further details regarding the game, such as development time frame or release date are available. Uh, Red Engine, the technology which powers Cyberpunk's 2077, is still being used for the development of the upcoming Cyberpunk expansion. So there it is, guys. Not a, not a lot. Not like a giant, here it is. It's just like, here, we're going to have a new Witcher game. I really hope we get yeah. to make our own Witcher this time. I know Geralt and his story is kind of done. Um, we said kind of goodbye cool. to that character. I'd be, I'd be so down for that. that I really awesome. hope we get to make our own Witcher. Um, I could see you playing Siri, but I really, 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 really hope we make our own Witcher. Because um, I feel like that would be fucking dope. Uh, it would be. But that's kind of what I hope out of it. We won't see this for till like 20... 27 forever <laughs> yeah i'm not even i'm not even worried about it because like yeah we're not gonna see this for uh, for such a long time but i i thought it's interesting that they're i think it's uh you know one of the most the most no noteworthy things in here was that they're switching engines and then you know their their partnership with epic games you know uh-huh. which i mean it's basically the whole thing but like that's like the biggest thing to stand out because i mean them working on a game is like all right cool we, you know all right yeah. So they're going to be working exciting. and it covers not only licensing but technical development of the Unreal Engine 5 as well as future versions of the of the UE. Pretty hmm. cool. All right. And the last thing I have, which I'll do a check after we're done, um is PlayStation continues to acquire studios. They have acquired Haven Studios. For those of you that don't know, Haven Studios is run by Jade Raymond. Um, nice. so they have an article here that I'll read. It says, uh, by Herman Holst, head of PlayStation Studios says today, I'm delighted to announce that Haven Studios is officially joining the PlayStation, joining PlayStation Studios. Jade Raymond brings a wealth of experience from her industry achievements and infectious passion for creating games and the leadership at team at Haven is an equally impressive group of industry veterans who have collaborated on some of the biggest and most beloved game franchises that many of us still enjoy today. We began working with Jade and her team in early 2021 when they were on the brink of announcing the formation of Haven Studios. From their first pitch, we were inspired by Haven's vision for creating modern multiplayer experience that brings gamers together in positive and meaningful ways. We were confident in their creative and technical expertise to deliver on such an ambitious project and were thrilled to invest in their journey in developing a new original IP for PlayStation. Uh, We've had the privilege of working closely with Haven this past year and have been impressed by the studio's growth and progress. So now, practically on the anniversary of when we made our partnership official, it's especially exciting to formally welcome them into the PlayStation family. We can't wait to see what the future holds for Haven Studios. Welcome to PlayStation Studios Haven. And then Jade Raymond put out a uh, tweet, I believe, or um, a letter or whatever. And it says, One year ago this month, we embarked on a journey to start Haven Studios with a small team and big ambitions. Our goal was to build a studio where we could make the kind of games we've always wanted to create and games we've longed to play. 
We've made amazing progress in such a short time thanks to our talented, passionate team and their exceptional contributions. We established a culture at Haven grounded in kindness, adaptability, and courage that unlocks creativity. Our first new IP for PlayStation is on track to deliver a AAA multiplayer experience with a vision to build a systemic and evolving world focused on freedom, thrill, and playfulness that will keep players entertained and engaged for years. Today, the Haven team begins a new phase of our journey. As part of the PlayStation Studios family, working with Herman, Connie Booth, and the team at PlayStation over the past year has been a career highlight. SIE is a, a, support, a supportive partner that truly understands the creative process and what it takes to make a blockbuster AAA game. They have empowered and encouraged us to bring out bold vision to bring our bold vision to life and make our dreams come true. And we could not be more thrilled about this opportunity to strengthen our partnership. As a SIE first party studio, we will have the opportunity to collaborate with some of the world's most renowned development teams, including studios like Gorilla, Naughty Dog, Media Molecule, and Insomniac Games. The creators of games that have inspired us as players and developers for years. We're excited to learn from these world-class studios as well as the exceptional central creative technology and marketing teams whose expertise will enable us to deliver even better games to players. To our Haven team, a huge thank you. It's been one of the most rewarding years of my career, and to the players out there, we can't wait to share more. We're just at the beginning of what is sure to be a wondrous adventure that will span generations. Jade Raymond, CEO and founder, Haven Studios. Oh, oh, oh. I'm, yeah, I'm just over here wondering, like, wonder what kind of games they're, they're working on. Right? Yeah, I, I want, I, I want to know what, I want to know what, what, what they got planned, man. Because those of you who don't know, Jade Raymond mm-hmm. uh, was was very involved with a lot of the Assassin's Creed stuff, uh, you know. Yep. In the early days, uh, with with the first, uh, what, like, first several games, I want to say. Assassin's Creed. Uh, I got her wiki up. It says Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Bloodlines. She's also worked on Tom Clancy Splinter Cell, Blacklist, Watch Dogs. She also worked on Assassin's Creed Unity, uh, Far Cry 4, The Mighty Quest for Epic Loot. I played that game. Um, and Star Wars Battlefront 2. So Jade's been around. She's done a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. But it, it's one of those things where it was like every time it felt like she was gonna get like kind of her own thing going, it'd fall apart. Remember, like it was her. Yeah, for a and, while. Uh, we talked about that, yeah. And somebody else whose name's escaping right now. Unimportant. It doesn't matter right now. Um, but yeah, um, it just always felt that way. Like so, this will be apparently they're working on something that they're really excited for. Um, and uh, that's cool, man. They got acquired by PlayStation. Who they need to they need to grab some studios, right? Like they need to grab some folks. Can't all be Microsoft <laughs> grabbing everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm kind of curious to what they're working on as well. Um, yeah, I'm just like, man, I wonder what they're gonna do. You know? But they'll let us know when the time is right. So. That's cool that another cool studio is joining PlayStation. I'm, I'm excited to see what they come up with in the future. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's all we got, right? For, that's, that's for the gaming for the gaming section at least. That's it for now. Yep. Um, 
there's the reviews out there for Ghostwire Tokyo looking like a solid B or C game. B plus looks like really Another just at a quick glance. Um, other than that, I don't think there's nothing worth putting in the news at the very least. So we can move on. Well, alrighty then. So let's move on over to the um, TV news. So Let's first thing we got is that uh, Netflix is doing their live action uh, Resident Evil series, as we know. We've talked about that before in the past. It's debuting in July, and they've released a couple of a uh, couple of posters to remind us that it's 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 still happening. Um. So you have three very similar posters. You got a you got a yellow background with uh, Netflix on the cover, and then Resident Evil on the on the text as well. And then it's just you know, put some blood in there. So all very similar, but slightly different. I have no I mean, idea for how like, I feel about this. <laughs> for like for like generic looking little you know. Posters like this, I mean, I think it's a pretty, I think they're pretty decent, you know, like, yeah, you know, I think they look, uh, I think they look good uh, for, for, you know, for not showing like, you know, anything other than here's just what we're doing. And this is when it's coming out. I think it looks, I think they look decent. So, yeah. The vial says T-virus on and I know that's a thing from Resident Evil, the T-virus. So, I know that's a thing. Yeah. So we have a little bit of a uh, Netflix description. Uh, year 2036 14 years after a deadly virus caused the global apocalypse Jade Wesker fights for, a sur for survival in a world overrun by bloodthirsty infected and insane creatures in this absolute carnage Jade is haunted by her past in New Raccoon City by her father's chilling comparisons to the Umbrella Corporation but mostly what happened to her sister Billy uh, and then Netflix released the uh, last year. I know we talked about this, um, but they had like a little, you know, cast photo of everybody there. But anyway, yeah, I don't know how to feel about the show either. I'll probably give it a shot just because it's Resident Evil. But yeah, I don't know if I have. Yeah, I don't know if I have too many high hopes for it to be honest. But I'm if that first episode don't grab me, I'll probably drop it. But you know, it's the way it is. It's the way it is for every show. Uh yeah. I'll probably check it because it's Resident Evil. Let's see if it, see if it grabs me forever. All right. Speaking of something coming out, uh, this is coming out soon. This is this week. We have uh, we have the official Ooh. trailer number two for the, for Halo the series, which is releasing on Thursday, this week, twenty fourth. So we checked this out. I reacted to it. If you want to go check out my reaction, go check that out. Um, I think I reacted yeah, to the original uh, trailer. Let's uh, let's check this out if you're ready. There, Josh. I'm ready. Let's do it. Come Three, down. two, one, go. On me. Oh, they do that. I hate that trailer before trailer shit. I do not get it. I truly I do know. not understand it. Everything does it nowadays, and I I I hate it so much. But every everything does it, so it's, it's like, well, fuck, age. you know. It's like opening your eyes for the first time. 
first time I've been living in the dark. I'm really curious to how well this is gonna do. It's either gonna be loved or people are gonna hate it. Right? It's all I have left. The covenant will not stop. What else are you willing to sacrifice? Everything. Dr. Halsey. What's the point in saving humanity if we're gonna give up our own? I'm yeah, in one of the things for me is that it's just, it's, it's tough, forward. like, it's it's gonna take a while for me to get used to Master Chief Boyd's, you know, I'm so used to the, the guy from the mm -hmm. games, you know? Yeah. And then right here, you got fucking, you know, uh, Pablo Something. Schreiber, you know, Porn Stash over here playing, playing Master Chief. So it's gonna take some getting used to, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I know... I know that this is not going to be connected to the games in any way, right? Like they're they're doing their own spin on Halo. With I this think show. I think they said they didn't even look at the games when they made the show or something like that. I was reading. Really? I don't know if that's true. I, that's just what that I read out there. Uh, and that even, made me like, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> you know? Even like, if you're not even if you're not following the canon of, of, of well, the games, like you, you at least should look at your source material. It's just you know? us. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll still check it out, right? We'll, we'll we'll see what they got. Yeah, we'll see how they do. And that could be one of those things where somebody took something out of context and put it on an article somewhere, and like you know yeah. what I mean. But it was uh, it made me think. Well, that doesn't seem very smart. <laughs> that doesn't bode well. Uh. Yeah, well, speaking of trailers, we got another trailer here. This one is for Miss Marvel. Uh, Disney Plus's Miss Marvel. Um, yeah, let me get that up for you. Coming out in the summertime. Finally, we got a trailer for this. We've been we've been waiting for a long time. Because this show was originally supposed to come out last year, and then they pushed it back. Because they had to, you know, change it up a bit for one reason or another. And uh, here we are uh, finally getting to see something for it. Uh, yep. You reacted to this. I reacted to this as well already. Yeah, yeah, we We, we, we both reacted to this. If you want to go check that out, go go check out our reactions to this. Because we definitely, definitely watched this. But uh, if you're ready, we can, uh, we yeah, can, we can play this. Three. They look I don't Two, know before. One <laughs> play. Ant Man versus Man Ant. Yeah. Playing some uh some of the weekend here. Okay, so first off, I just wanna say I get it. Some blinding lights. High school. Kamala. Kamala. Another adventure shirt. Cute. She thinks I'm some kind of weirdo. You were weirdo. The whole little comic book. Excuse me. The whole comic book, like, <laughs> bubbles and, like, you Sorry. know, things that are appearing uh, where they're not supposed the to be. Window. Reminds you mm -hmm. of, like, Scott Pilgrim a little bit. And that kind of stuff. Hey, already? Really? Yeah, I heard that as well. I've never seen Scott Pilgrim. Oh, it's a good movie. Maybe they're right. I spend too much time. In fantasy land. That just knocked you. It's not really the brown girls from Jersey City. 
you save the world. Too. So one of the things that people were talking about is how they uh, changed her power set. Kind of. Yeah. They, she has kind of like constructs in this, but they didn't change it completely because she still has the embiggening stretchy abilities too. Yeah. Because that one shot in the trailer, she kind of does the constructs like power thing, but you also see her like hand kind of embiggen. They. Yeah. It's, it's at the uh, what is it the. Uh, 125 mark for those of you wondering in the trailer and uh i'm glad that they still kept that because i was it's a little weird for them not having to change it for powers but i also get it because you know you you kind of want to keep it in line with the mcu and the cosmic powers and all the shit they have there and all that you know so i suppose you know kind of keep it in that way but yeah. um, we'll see i i and then as for as for the show itself, though, I mean, I, th I think it's like geared towards more of like a younger audience, you know. It, it definitely is more toward the teens, which uh, isn't necessarily me, but I'm still gonna check it out because it's MCU, baby. Yeah, Let's and go. see, I became a fan of that character not from comics because I haven't read a lot. That's something we're gonna get into eventually here on the show is getting into comics. But um, the Avengers game that had a story mode, it's really focused on her, like character, and that's kind of where I kind of started liking that character and wanting to know more about that character and uh so i'll probably check it out just on the basis that i think the character's cool and that i like her from the avengers game story mode stuff so yeah um, i know i mentioned that in my reaction as well that that you know i know her more recently because of the uh the avengers game for sure which if you guys haven't played the avengers game Play it for even if it's just the story, because I think it's worth it for the story alone. You know, you, you can get yeah. the game probably cheap, cheap nowadays. So just you know, if it's on sale at some point, pick it up. The story's fun if you're into Marvel and the Avengers and all that. Good, good Kamala, good uh, Kamala, uh, Kamala Khan story. You know, I always, I always get her name confused too, man. So I'm like, damn. Like which one is it again? Like, That's because I've heard that the, the name gets pronounced two different ways depending on how you want it pronounced, right? Like some people want it one way and some people want it the other way. I think so. I get them confused as well. Well, I know uh, it's like one of the ways is like the way she says it in the trailer too. Like she corrects a girl, and I'm just like, yeah. I feel bad for always for always uh not you know mispronouncing it, but I I can't. I, I need I need to remember how Sarah. It's name. nothing. Anyway. It's for me. It's nothing personal. I'm just an idiot and can't remember most of the time which way to pronounce it. Uh, I've tried. I try to get it correctly. Um, Another thing they did though is they released a poster oh. for the show, which is cool because I know that this is a uh, like comic book cover here. Yep. They, they even have this shot poster. in the trailer. Uh, a part yeah. of it, kind of. Uh, She's sitting on the uh, on the street light there. So they're respecting where they're coming from, at least. They're like, that'll make a great poster. Let's make it a poster. Boom, poster. It's a pretty cool poster. I think it looks great. Yeah. Hi, Wayne. Um. No, I think I think it's a cool looking poster though. I, I dig it. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this show. 
I'll definitely look. I watch I watch all the Marvel stuff, like even the really yeah, bad stuff. And been watching all that stuff. I mean, shit. I, I watched fucking Inhumans when that came out, and that is by far one of the worst Marvel things. Now you see, that's watched. where Daniel has me beat because I never did see that. <laughs> I, you know what? The worst part is I watched all episodes of that too. I watched the entire thing. So my thing is, I was hoping for it to get better, and it just never did. You know, so. That's why I kept watching it, and also I don't I don't really like starting stuff and then just like abandoning it, abandoning it, you know. But sometimes yeah. I will because it's terrible. But like, I don't know. I, I, I yeah, want to hope things get better. But, it's not yeah. often I'll abandon something. It's usually like I'll watch this later and forget, and then I don't watch it for weeks. Kind of like what I've done with Dead Deadwood season three. It's like I'm gonna watch this, and then I got busy and it fell off. I haven't got back to it yet, but I will. I will. All right, what do we got next, Daniel? We have some casting news for The Mandalorian Season 3. Christopher Lloyd, great Scott. He's joining in what I assume is going to be a guest role. That's what I heard. Mandalorian Season 3. Because, yeah, I mean, he, Christopher Lloyd is an old dude now, right? I don't imagine him being, like, a recurring character or anything. But you make him an ace. He's 83 years old. So I don't imagine him being like a recurring character. He'd probably be a guest role, you know, kind of like uh, kind of like our boy Michael Bean was in one episode of last season of, uh, you know, Mandalorian. Kind of like that, you know? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I picture him being. So, you know, obviously there's no details about his character or anything, but yeah, even in this article, they describe it as a guest starring role. Uh... Which again makes total sense. Um, so I'm just I'm be very curious to who he's gonna play, you know? Because I'm curious to what's gonna happen uh, in season three. You yeah. know where we where we're gonna go with the Mando? Like I can't wait. I I mean it's always been my like thing my 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for my uh, guess I, I suppose that I was looking for a better word than guess, but we'll just go with guess. It's always been kind of my like thoughts, guess slash guess slash idea that they're going to try to reclaim Mandalore or, or do something with Mandalore. So I'm, I would imagine that we're going to get Din teaming up with Bo-Katan again and her crew, you know, with, uh, you know, Sasha Banks and, uh, like, and uh, you know the other dude she was with, um, whose names are Cosca Reeves and Axe Woes, by the way, in case you guys don't know. I mean, they're they're like side characters, so I don't imagine people to know much. But uh, so I imagine he's gonna team up with them, and then maybe we get we also bring in the armor and Paz Paz Vizsla again too, and we kind of like you know have some stuff with Mandalore going on with the dark mm-hmm. saber and them going back to you know. It was mentioned in the book of Boba Fett by the armorer that Din has to go to the mines of Mandalore or something like that, or the or the, the caves of Mandalore, because you know he's because you know the cult is always like, oh, you got to keep your helmet on. If you haven't, you got to go. You know. So anyway, that whole that whole thing. Yeah. So I imagine maybe they're they'll do something there, and then yeah, I mean I'm I'm you know. 
the the separation from Din and Grogu did not last very long. I was kind of hoping they were separated for a little longer, but obviously we know yeah. that if you watch the Book of Boba Fett, they've been reunited now. Yeah, it's gonna be weird for people that didn't watch Book of Boba Fett and start watching Mando season three. Right? Like, I hope everybody watched Boba Fett because if you did, you can be very fucking confused. Yeah, um, which I kind of I kind of wish they would have saved the reunion for Mando. You know, instead of yeah. even in Book of Boba. Yeah. But don't get me wrong, I love seeing it in Book of Boba. But, like, my thing is I kind of wish they would have kept them separated longer than they did. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually agree with you. I agree with you. It, it, it doesn't, like, it, it would have been more impactful. But anyway, I, I that's a whole other conversation. Uh, so, yeah, Christopher Lloyd joined The Mandalorian Season 3. I'm excited. I can't wait for Season 3. Uh, so, so very excited. So, so very hyped. Very curious who he's going to play. But, uh, yeah, I'm all for this. This is cool casting. Yep. Last piece of news we have here. True Detective Season 4 is in the works. It's happening over at HBO with Barry Jenkins. This is a show that I haven't started yet, but I really want to. I heard Seasons 1 and 3 of True Detective were awesome. 2, not so much. But I really need to, I need to, really, really need to watch this because I've heard great things about it. But I just haven't... Uh... I... I haven't checked it out yet. So I started watching glad... season one and then I fell off of it. You get back yeah, on. Yeah, I just I gotta start it. But yeah, I'm glad they're doing a season four. Hopefully it's as good as the, the good stuff they've done. But I haven't seen any of it at all. So I can't really, you know, comment or, or speculate much about anything. I do know I think this is one of those shows where they uh they like change up the characters every season, or is that not how that works? I think and what I think I mean that's what they that do. Is, okay, yeah. Because kind of like Fargo, like I know Fargo, I haven't seen the Fargo the show either, but I know that every season they kind of like throw in new, it's like an anthology series, right? Where like every season is different with different characters yeah. and actors and stuff. So You follow different detectives through True Detective, I believe. That's yeah, so it is. anyway, I need to check this out. It's cool that they're doing a season four. I'll get to the show at some point, but uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty, pretty cool. Uh... We can go ahead and move on to the movie news since that's all I got for TV. Yeah, let's go. We have a trailer for Sanic the Hedgehog 2. And I was originally supposed to react to this one, and I did, but halfway through the reaction, my mic bugged out and it was it, and and it and so the result of that was that my audio was muted. For like Oof. the like the, the 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 latter half of that, so I was like, "Well, I can't do nothing with this now." So technical, I didn't end up, up. Yeah, I didn't end up uploading it, but I did watch this, and I and I get ready, Josh, because there is a trailer before the trailer on this one as well. Of course. Um, so three, two, one, play. Why do they do this shit? Why? Well, I'm already watching the trailer. Why are you doing this? I don't understand. I don't know, man. I don't get it either. I like the low ringtone. Also, this is totally fucked up. Why would you do this to, to, this, to these people's wedding, man? It's messed up. I still haven't seen the first Sonic movie. What's happening? Uh, okay. It's fun, man. I like the first movie. I thought it was thought it was an enjoyable time. 
I discovered the source of ultimate power. The Gemerald. The world is doomed. You rock some kind of space porcupine. I am an echidna warrior. Hmm. Fucking Aegis Alba voicing to say goodbye to Knuckles. the new norm. This is your moment to be the big hero. Bad time to say this, but I don't actually have a plan. Hey, you got a little something on your... Uh, Someone call an Uber? It's cold in here. Let's turn up the heat. This is links. Like, as I'm like watching some of my man, Jim Carrey, or uh, Jim, J Jim Carrey is like... Perfect for this character. Oh, great. The Winter Soldier. With just the way he says shit, man. It's hilarious. You are terrible at this. Your negative attitude is not helping. We stick together. No matter what. You're unskilled. Big ass robot. Untrained. Unworthy. You forgot one. Unstoppable. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Stand still and die! For a guy named Knuckles, you are really bad at punching. <laughs> Alright, so without having seen the first movie and just watching this trailer, what do you, what, what do you think, Josh? It's probably fun to watch with my nieces and nephews, but nothing I'd really probably watch on my own, to be honest. Um, yeah. And that's not having watched the first movie. So if I watch the first movie and it sells me on the second movie, then it might be different. But to me, it yeah. just feels like this is what I'm going to watch with my nieces and nephews at the movies kind of deal. Not mm -hmm. any... Because I'm not a Sonic guy. Anyway, anyway um, like I, I, I played it as a kid, but I was never like a super fan like some folks are. Um, yeah. I mean, I liked it just fine, but yeah. No, I'm I'm kind of the same. I never really been a Sonic guy either. I played some of the games, but I've never really like uh, you know, been super into it either. Um, yeah, no, I I would definitely recommend checking out the first one though, because like I said, I thought it was a fun mm -hmm. time. So you 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 might you might have fun with it as well. Um. You know, I don't think it looks bad. Shots, you think. Uh -huh. uh, by any means. I've seen movies that just look terrible. That doesn't look terrible. They spent money on it, at least. Everything looks good. They listen. The biggest thing is that they listened to fan feedback in that first movie about Sonic and how he looked. So, um, that, that wins points. But yeah, that's all I got to say on the old uh, Sonic. All right, now let's head on. Let's switch gears and talk about the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Chris Pine, who's going to be a part of it, uh, has described the movie as a mix of Game of Thrones and The Princess Bride. Mm -hmm. uh, so they were uh, they were asking uh, if he could give some details about the new adaptation and. Uh, 
this is uh, some of what he had to say in his own words. And uh, this is a quote, so I'll read it now. Oh, man. Well, what I will say is that we had a hell of a fun time making it. There was a lot of laughs. The way that I've been describing it, it's like Game of Thrones mixed with the little princess bride, just a smidge of Holy Grail. It's somewhere in that ballpark. It's a lot of fun. It's got a lot of thrills. It's poppy. It's 80s heartfelt. There's a bit of Goonies in there. My character, he's the ultimate party planner. I think it's going to be really good. I mean, who fucking knows, but I think we got a good shot. And John and John are killer guys. They know comedy and they know heart. And we got a great cast and we got a and we had a good time making it. And that's all you can ask for. Seems so like they got the vibe, man. Like you know, what when we play D D, right? Like sometimes yeah. it's serious as a heart attack, but there's always a ton of comedy as well, and us laughing and yeah. joking and screwing around. So like they seem to get the vibe now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, you 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 want to have some uh, some humor in it for sure. Uh, yeah. So that yeah, I mean that sounds pretty cool. good to me. You know, if they can get the good aspects from all that stuff, mix it in together, then yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, last two things here really quickly. Uh, the Batman star, Paul Dano, who played the Riddler in that movie, not only, uh, played the character in the movie, but apparently he wrote a comic for Riddler year one, which is coming out, uh, later this October. That's pretty cool. He wrote the comic on his character. And uh, that'll be coming out later this year, which, which I thought was was pretty neat, you know. Yeah, let me get the photo up for you guys. There's a Twitter photo of the little cover. Yeah, Riddler Year One with the glasses and and, all, and everything. I think that's cool. Um, uh, when the person playing the character is isn't, like, you know, isn't yeah, so into in it, character. so into yeah. it, and like they want more. So yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's a uh, pretty, pretty dope. Because I liked, uh, I liked his Riddler, man. It was, I know we talked about it in the, uh, in the Batman episode that we did. But uh, yeah, it, it's uh, without getting into too too many too many too many details or spoilers or anything he was he, he was it, it was definitely a different version of the riddler uh and um yeah it'll be to be curious to see how he got to that point so i'm i'm yeah i'm, I'm down for that i also can't wait to watch the movie again like oh me too dude i i seriously can't wait yeah and i want to uh, and when we when we do i want to talk to people who haven't seen it because yeah i'm curious what they think you know because there's been a lot of comparisons of like you know Every time there's a new Batman movie, everybody wants to talk about like how does this compare to the other one? So, you know, I'm curious what, what how people are gonna just feel about it in general. So yeah, anyway, that's cool. And then, uh, we have some God, we have some Godzilla news, some MonsterVerse news. The sequel to Godzilla vs Kong 
is uh, going to be shooting in Australia later this year, which is cool because I'm glad they're continuing the MonsterVerse. I hadn't heard any news yeah. about whether or not they were doing anything after Godzilla vs. Kong, but apparently they are. And again, just, just to be clear here, this is not Godzilla vs. Kong 2. It's just the continuation of the MonsterVerse, like after Godzilla vs. Kong. So whatever they're going to be doing after, after that is uh, currently... Or is going to be shooting in in Queensland, Australia. Uh, and guess where it is? Guess where it is, uh, Josh? Guess where it's going to be shooting? Mm. Where? In 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 the Gold Coast, and we know we know somebody who oh, is down over dear. that way. Oh uh, my! So they'll it'll be the fifth mo- it'll be the fifth movie in the MonsterVerse franchise. Uh. The details of this sequel have been kept under wraps. We don't know anything about what's happening, but uh, director Adam Wingard from uh, you know Godzilla vs Kong said he would absolutely love to continue. Uh, the clear starting point we teed up in uh, GVK exploring Hollow Earth. I think there's a lot more to do there. There's a prehistory of Planet Earth where all the Titans come from, and we tee up some mystery in this film. Things I want to see resolved and explored and pushed to the next level. So, those are kind of his thoughts last year when the when uh, Godzilla vs Kong was was coming out. So I don't know what they're gonna do, but I'm curious because I like you know for the most part I like these monster movies. I kind of wish they would focus on some stuff a little bit more than than other things. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I enjoyed them for the most part. So I enjoyed it. I just want to see giant kaiju fight each other, man. Like, come on, man. Like, I just want to see big titans and kaiju and monsters fight each other, dude. Like, is that too much to ask for? And badass music, you know, like, yeah. Like, of course, you got to have human stuff in there, but I'm just like, man, I just want to watch these monsters fight, man. Let them fight. Listen to Ken Watanabe, man. Come on now. Anyway, um, yeah, so that is. It for our news for this week. That is news, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for now. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Then we'll be back for the second half of the show. We'll be talking the guns of the Navarone. It's looking yes. like this podcast is going to be a shorter episode. That's just the way it shakes out sometimes, guys. Just want to make you aware of that. Um. But I'll put some music on, get up, go get you a drink. I'm going to run some ads on the break. I'll put some music on and go to the restroom and all that stuff. And we'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with more Clockwork Cantina here in the second half of the show. We'll be talking about Daniel's retro rewatch, The Guns of the Navarone. Uh, first time I've ever seen it. Daniel, was this your first time seeing this movie? Or have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, it was the first time. It was the first time I'd seen it. That's why I chose it, because I wanted to wanted gotcha. to watch it. Uh other than if I if it was on as a kid, I guess, growing up, this would be like the this is the first time I've paid attention while watching it, I guess is the is the uh caveat here. Yeah. All right. So the ritual rewind for today is The Guns of Navarone, 1961, two hours, 38 minutes. A bit of a long movie. Um, directed by G. J. Lee Thompson. 
written by Alistair Mc, Mc, uh, McLean and uh, Carl Foreman has uh, the uh, screenplay because um, Alistair McLean, M- McLean did the novel, uh, which mm-hmm. this was adapted for. Uh, starring David Niven, Gregory Peck, and Anthony Quinn, amongst many others. Um, yeah, this is a World War II like secret spy mission behind enemy lines to destroy a uh, German fortress. Mm-hmm. They're trying to take down some guns and whatnot. The guns, so, the guns of Navarone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. So that's the target. Up top, talking about the movie, Josh. Did you like it? Did you not like it? How'd you feel I, about the movie? I liked it okay. I wasn't, I wasn't in love with it, but I thought it was, uh, it's an okay movie. Um, um, and I think the biggest reason it's like I'm okay with it is I have a similar movie that I've seen before that I like more. That is also mm-hmm. on my list of retro rewatches. Um, and, and as I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is very similar to this other movie I like. But I like this other one more. Um, I think it's yeah. a good movie. I do think this is a good movie. Um, just personal taste. It's like, yeah, it's a good movie. So I liked it just yeah. fine. How do you feel about it? I, I am kind of the same way. Like I, I thought I was going to like it more than I thought I, than I ended up liking it. Mm-hmm. Like I think the movie's fine. Like I liked it enough, but I just I thought I was gonna like it more, and like it, at two hours and thirty eight, it kind of it 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 feels like a long movie, you know? Yeah. I was kind of like watching. I'm like, man, this movie's still going, you know? Uh, so I you know that I I definitely felt the time on that. Whereas in other movies where I watch, I'm like, man, it, it didn't feel that long. This yeah. one I definitely felt it. Um, I also like felt this movie was kind of a little uh, over dramatic in certain instances. Yes, you know? yes, it is. I agree. <laughs> like, I remember, like you just watched it that, like man, that was a little extra, dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I definitely felt that in 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 spots, you know. But again, I, I, I mean, overall, I, noticed, I did enjoy uh, it, but yeah, it's just, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I noticed some weird editing at the point where mm. I was like, I was watching the movie and I was like, wait a minute, this is a really weird edit. Did my movie skip? Like, I thought it skipped ahead a few scenes or something. I, I rewound it. I was like, no, it is literally the worst edit I've ever seen in a movie where it's just like, Damn. he's talking and then a dude screams, it cuts, a dude screams. It was the weirdest edit. And I noticed it a couple times, which you tend to notice edits with older movies. But there was one where they're they're in the room and they're being interrogated by, I want to say, the SS guy. Um, and there's a cut in just the weirdest fucking spot where it made me think that the whole movie had skipped the scene. Like, for a second. Skipped ahead a few seconds. And, and that had me like, oh... I was like, ooh, that's bad. <laughs> you know, like, that's a really bad one. Uh, most of the time, I don't notice it. But that one, like, stood out to me. Um, and I agree with you. There's definitely, like, some overdramatic. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I felt that several times, I think, throughout this movie. Also, I thought, yeah, I thought Gregory Peck 
Oh, it's supposed to be British? I mean, American this whole movie? Turns out he's supposed to be British this whole movie. He just doesn't do an accent. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I was confused. Yeah. Um, uh, he's like, I'm not even going to try. I was looking at the trivia because I'll often look at the trivia for this. He's like, yeah, I wasn't even going to attempt to do a accent for this movie. So he doesn't. I'm like, I'm like, this guy's supposed to be British. What? I'm so confused. Um, yeah, it's a fun adventure movie, like in those old '60s types. Yeah. Uh, so the the biggest reason why I wanted to watch this movie is because this is this movie is cited as one of the like, I get uh, what's the word? Like it's it's cited as one of the like, uh like inspirations behind like rogue one you know and mm. you guys know i love i love i love rogue one a star wars story one of my favorite star wars movies um and like this is one of the movies that 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 is mentioned as like being uh like yeah you definitely if you like this if you like rogue one go you know go go check that out you know um it, it's just one of one of a few you know because you got like a which it, it, after you watch the movie, it, it makes sense. You know, you got like a you got like a, a group of commandos, you know, taking down, you know, sneaking behind enemy lines, take trying to take down uh, a whole, you know. So so in that way, it, it it definitely makes a whole lot of sense, and it adds up and all that. And yeah. Another one I know is uh, I think the one that you uh, that we're gonna be watching next, right, for the next uh, retro rewind, where where, where eagles dare. Yes, that's another one that is like, yo, if you like Rogue One, go check this one out. So, yeah, I was like, Guns and Navarone, Where Eagles Dare, and then you know, Dirty Dozen, and you know, a few other ones. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, yeah, Josh is playing the trailer right now for. Yeah, I just have it up for you guys. I I have it muted, but I thought it'd be. Uh... Interesting yeah, to have see it all playing the, as all, we talk about all the it. cast and everybody. Oh yeah, and then the whole traitor situation that happened too. I'm uh, I'm glad that there is a traitor because like if they didn't, like so many coincidences would have happened throughout this movie that it would have taken me out of it. Like it's like, how did they know they were here? How did they know they were here? I was like, well, at least there's a traitor that explains at least some of that. Um, yeah. So there is a a traitor in the. I'm actually curious to what you think of Where Eagles Dare when we watch it because that's the movie I was talking about that's like similar to this, but I like it all a lot more. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like I said, both both of these movies are like you know, if you like Rogue One, check those out. So mm-hmm. that's like my like well, that's my biggest reason for wanting to check for wanting to have checked this movie out. And uh, like I said, I again, I do like it, but yeah, it was just. I don't know, like, yeah, I do like it's it. a good movie, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was, I was expecting to like it more than I thought for for whatever reason. I don't know, like, I just, I was just, I was, I was just thinking that I wouldn't, I would, have, I would have enjoyed it more. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I was wondering when we were gonna get to a movie that we're just okay with and not that we love because we, a lot of what we've watched yeah. on the retro rewatch we've loved and guns and yeah. Navarone seems to be like, it's okay. It's a good movie. It's okay. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Like, like, uh, I, like I get what makes it. Like, this scene. Uh, I'm gonna pause this trailer right here. I do not understand why they're kissing. They barely talk. There's no talking from her oh. throughout this whole movie. I'm like, yeah. they just threw this in here yeah. to have a romance scene in it, and I hated it. They, they kind of just threw in romance just to have it, because like, all right, all right, all right, Greg, all right, Gregory Peck, you want to kiss somebody? Let's kiss her, you know. I'm fine that, with them having beautiful women in the movie. Yeah. It's fine that they were in the movie, and it's fine that they were like fighting, like they actually fight uh, at times. But, like, did they really need to have a romance scene right there? Like, especially between two characters that have hardly interacted. Like, it's just, oh, Gregory Peck, kiss me moment. You know, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> but there are scenes I liked. I liked the whole wedding event that happened, like, right here in this scene of the trailer. I liked this. I, I oh, thought this was an interesting scene. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought it gave uh, added a lot of... Uh, of interesting realism to the movie. Um, but I, but I, yeah. that times things happened where I was like, fucking really? Like, they get captured by the Nazis at one point, and I'm like, why wouldn't you just execute them immediately? You know, like, like if you, it took me out of the movie a little bit when they got kind of captured for like, you know, mm -hmm. and also like at the end with the elevator going up it goes up and down like three fucking times before it triggers the bombs i'm just like for the love of god this movie would have been shorter if you just had to do it the one time <laughs> yeah. you know like um i would have trimmed the fat a little bit here and there um i know it sounds like i have a lot of knocks on the movie i still enjoyed the movie i thought it was a fine movie but yeah no yeah um, it's, it's yeah, yeah yeah i get you I understand. it's just like that's a. I told my dad. I said, "Listen, I gotta, cause I I I gotta go watch the Guns of Navarone." He's like, "Oh, that's one of my favorite movies." He's like, "Yeah, I like it." Oh, cool. I was like, "Huh." So you've seen it, but I haven't. <laughs> it's like, how that happens? Why? Well, why? Why haven't I seen this? Um, oh, yeah, but uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. The thing is, like, I I'm trying to like figure out what else to say, cause like it, it it's. I I I just think it's a fine movie. Like I don't, you know what I mean. Like like they're they're like we kind of mentioned all this. I think a lot of the other stuff like was seen where he's like they showed in the trailer where he's like hanging off the rock or whatever. Like mm -hmm. nowadays, like you just look at that and you're like, oh yeah, you know that's you know. I'm sure back then it it, it was fine, but you just look at that now and you're like, oh, there's you know, there's Gregory Peck, you know, pretending mm -hmm. to hang from a rock. Another you thing know, I have is, kinda... and I'm going to spoil the movie for you guys, it's like, characters start dying at the end for fucking stupid reasons. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Spiros, literally in a gunfight with Nazis, in the open, with a machine gun. What are you doing? You're supposed to be a trained soldier, dude. You, like, it makes no sense. I'm sorry. That scene in the movie, when it happened, I thought... This is so fucking stupid. I hate it when characters die like this in movies because it makes no sense at all. Like you could have, I feel like you could have done that death still and done it where it made more sense. They're standing in the open, shooting machine guns at each other. Oh, it was so dumb. Um, I hated it. Um, uh, the character that gets stabbed, I thought I thought that character was interesting that he's just killed so many people that he's like, I just, 
I just don't want to do this anymore. Like I could smell them when I sleep, you know. I enjoy. I thought that was an interesting take on the character. And then what you do? I uh, gets murdered by a knife on the boat at the end of the movie. It's like, guys, we're getting to the end. We gotta have some deaths. Why didn't you just kill him throughout the movie? You, you know, that, that's that's part of what. Like, remember I was talking earlier about how this movie is a little over dramatic. That's part of the being over dramatic stuff. The finale mm -hmm. of this movie is a little, yeah, it's it's, it's a bit over dramatic for sure. I have major issues with the way that the the Spiros dies. It's like they literally kill him because his sister's here and she's gonna have a, a romance with this other character. Um, so yeah. we're gonna kill him. And it's like, I'm like I know that's what you're doing. You're burying the brother, you know, like, like a trope. It's almost like a trope in some in some movies, where it's like, oh, he's got a sister and she's falling in love with this other guy and the brother's dead now. You know, it happens a lot. Um, and I don't mind that the character died. That's fine. But couldn't he have died a cooler way than standing in the open with a machine gun? Machine, machine gunning another Nazi, a, a Nazi that's across from him, like shooting each other? Like, let him run in with a grenade or something into a fucking room. At least that would have been more heroic. This just felt, it felt to me like this character's just like, he's just stupid. You know? <laughs> like, you know? Like, come Ooh. on. Um... The whole uh, the 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 misinformation thing in the scalopamine scalopaline the fucking medicine that the SS gives that guy I'm like these people in the 60s really thought they had truth serum we don't even have truth serum modern times hardly like you know what I mean like <laughs> different times man oh it's like oh man because it, so it, it kind of takes me out of it because I know better I guess and like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing, right? It's like you're, we're watching an older movie, so there are some things that just don't age well, man. Like that's just that's just how it, that's just how it is, man. That's just how it's gonna be, you know. So you either like you know you either get taken out of it or you have to try your best to like you know look past that. But yeah, there's yeah, a there's I, this. I, I totally feel you. I get you on that. There's a scene where a character's wounded, right? Ma uh, not Mallory Franklin. He was wounded, and and the and it's just after they break free from like the captured Nazis. He's like, I expect him to be treated with respect because they're breaking out. And the Nazis like, we don't make war on the wounded. I'm like, fucking bullshit! You didn't. You obviously don't know nothing about World War Two and the Nazis. Like, you fucking killed everybody. Like, come on. It, it just took me out of it. Um, <laughs> that's all. Like, uh, hey, I man, think that's we're, the we're thing. Who doesn't like fighting Nazis, right? I love fighting Nazis. Uh, I just thought it was stupid when they were like, we don't make war on the wounded. I was like, maybe you should have read your history book before you wrote this movie a little bit more. Um, uh, I think that's the, my biggest issue with this movie is it breaks immersion for me a lot. Um, mm. It takes me out of the movie a lot and makes me think like, well, that's bullshit. Oh, that's bullshit. That should that guy standing there getting machined gun is definitely bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the thing. Uh, and why this is just like, it's an okay movie. Like, I, I, I had a fun time with it, but it's not like, I wasn't in it. I was like, I was very much aware that I was watching the movie The Guns of Navarone. Uh, yeah. More than anything. Also, the whole time I was like, man, these Nazis sure are chasing these guys everywhere, and they seem to have not figured out what they're after. 
I was like, I feel like. I feel like you knew what was going to happen. Like at a certain point, like they're like looking for explosives. Well, they're obviously going to go blow up the guns of the Navarone. Maybe we should put more guards on. There. <laughs> you know? Like it just felt weird. Uh, everybody in this movie is treated stupid at times. Um, uh, oh, that's, that's the guns of Navarone, guys. Go see it. You know, and it's like a movie. Yeah, it's a I, mean, I, I still think it's a, like a like a one of those like war movies you should check out. You know, like one mm-hmm. of, like a classic thriller war drama. Definitely. Definitely, like I said, over dramatic, and in certain instances, the ending, like, like, like Josh was saying, <laughs> with Homeboy dying there, is definitely over dramatic. And there's some unnecessary stuff, and some things like, like you know, by necessary stuff, I, I mean like Gregory Peck, and then you know, kissing, kissing the girl, because you know, he's he's a a big actor at the time, where you know, you gotta have him kissing a girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, uh, uh, you know. The inconsistencies of uh, of certain things, like Josh was saying, with 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 real life and history, you know, because you know, knowing that you're watching a movie, knowing that that's not a thing, or this didn't happen, or that you know, that's not quite right. But uh, I feel like yeah, they treat I mean, the Nazis think... with a lot of respect in this movie, and it's like, I mean, they were kind of shitty guys. Like, I don't know if you know this, but like, come on. Um. I'll tell you some of my favorite parts. I actually liked Anthony Quinn as uh, Andrea Stavros when he's up there being a sniper and like shooting dudes and like escaping. And then he shows up at the hideout ahead of them when they're going there. I'm like, I like this guy. This guy's pretty fucking cool. Um, and I fully expected him to die, uh, but he didn't. Spoilers. Um, I live, bitch. Yeah, I thought I thought that character was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, for me, most of it, it was just, uh, just kept taking me out of the movie. And when you take me out of the movie, I'm not going to really enjoy the movie that much. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I think, yeah, I think we're, we're kind of in the same boat for this one. We're kind of, we think it's, we think it's just a fine movie, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I was, uh, uh, I was a little, I was a little disappointed, man. I I, I was kind of hoping I would, for me personally, like what I mean by that is I was kind of hoping to like it more for myself, you know? Yeah. There's, there's movies that take this similar premise, but do it better. So when you have those options, things like The Longest Day, The Great Escape, The Bridge Over the River Kwai, which is all of this is like listed here, like. I feel like all three of those movies are so much better than this movie. So if I was going to watch a movie, I'd watch one of those or Where Eagles Dare. Um, I'm kind of curious to watch you'll think of Where Eagles Dare because my opinion is I feel very biased on it because I really love that movie and I saw it kind of like first. So I'm kind of curious to what we're going to think of that movie when we do a retro rewind for it. Um, but yeah, like... Uh, it it also does one of those things throughout throughout the whole movie, like Gregory Peck's character is having a, a issues with like Miller's character, and they're yelling and screaming at each other. And then at the very end, on the boat, they're homies. I'm sorry, I was all grumpy to you throughout <laughs> this whole mission. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it was like 
we gotta wrap it up with a bow here, guys. I'm like, well, this is how a movie ends. You know, <laughs> the like... movie's ending, like you said, exactly. The movie's ending. In real life, got, those yeah. characters would hate each other. <laughs> like... mm. uh... But yeah, that's the guns and I'm wrong. Is there anything else you yep. want to say on it, Oh, really? I mean, I'm I'm curious to see how this you you're comparing this to where Eagles Dare, which is I, I believe literally our next retro rewind next month, right? Isn't it funny how we keep going back to World War II movies? <laughs> oh wait, it's not next month. Never mind. Next month is Chinatown. Ah, uh, yes, that's that. right. We're going back to Noir for next month, and then we go back. We've we've plotted guys. We've plotted out retro rewinds for months in advance, but it'll happen eventually. Oh. So where Eagles there is a few months from now, but it's happening. Uh, but anyway, that's interesting. But I was going to say, I'm curious to see how these two movies compare to each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing how, how they're both similar in some ways. So we shall see. We shall see. But yeah, I, I think that's uh, all we got for this one. Um, so we'll, this we'll is, probably wrap it up here, man. This, you know what I'd compare this to? A DM's first one shot. That's what I'd call this movie. Mm. It goes on too long. There's a ton of drama that doesn't exactly add up. There's a weird <laughs> love story for some reason. And there's a traitor in the group that gets killed, which I thought I did like the, the traitor and the, and the getting killed. Uh, the person that shoots the traitor and all that was interesting. Um, I was like, okay, that's drama that I'm into. Um, but yeah, that's Guns and Navarro. I think I think we're done with that. Yeah. That will do it, man. All right. Uh it's gonna be a short show today, guys, on the MP3. I'm sure some of you will like that. You'll be out doing things. Sometimes we've had three hour shows, sometimes we have short shows. This is the short show. Exactly. It's the way it is. That's the way it is. That's um, the way. But yeah, that that'll that'll do it, man. I'm going to throw it over to Daniel so we can say our goodbyes and wrap up. Daniel, you're up. Alrighty, friends. Thank you for being here. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, Next week, we're going to be talking about Deadwood, the show and the movie, the entire thing. Uh, that should so be a long join show. Us for that. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, that, that'll definitely be a bit of a longer one. Should be. Um... Other than that, I have I'm just gonna be starting Terminator Resistance tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Can't wait. Come come hang out. Come come join me in that. I'm excited to start that up. What difficulty are you gonna play? That'll on? be something. Probably just normal. Playing just it for normal. the first time. Yeah, Playing it's... normal. Uh yeah. I'm excited for that. Cause uh, I've been wanting to play that game for a while. Um so come join me there. Uh, what else? Um, I think that's pretty much it. I'm excited to talk Deadwood. I gotta watch more of it. Uh, I'm gonna try to watch more movies because I've been slacking again. I know you know we have our goal to watch more movies this year, and I was doing pretty good in uh January and, f- and February, but this month I've kind of been slacking a little bit. So you're way ahead of me. I gotta watch more, man. So uh, I, I gotta pick up the pace, but uh, yeah. Thanks for watching, guys, and uh, we'll see you uh, tomorrow and next week for more. So, bye-bye. Peace out. Go follow us on all the things here in the bottom. Peace out. All right. Coming up for me, we'll probably do some WWE throughout the week if I can find time. I would like to. Um, 
Or we may start something new. Uh, I was trying to figure out what I want to do. I've been really into D&D. So I'm really hoping that, even though we're not going to stream it, uh, unless people want to, but nobody's really been like, hey, let's stream D&D. I'm hoping we'll be playing some more D&D uh, by the time we do another podcast. So everybody's been making their characters and stuff like that. They're getting their groups together over in our West Marches style campaign. Um, I need to finish up Deadwood as well. Um, and I'm kind of curious to see what happens throughout the week. I'll let you guys know. That's going to do it here for us on the Clockwork Cantina today. Uh, and we will see you all next time. So we will see you next Monday. Or tomorrow if you're at Daniel's stream. Bye-bye.